Hey, geeks and geekettes, you're listening to episode 20 of the GUG Cast. On this week's episode, we cover the future of mobile gaming and Jesus from the 70s. Allons-y! What's going on, geeks? You're listening to the Geeks Under Grace podcast. My name's Cody Armour, and I'm here with Joe Morgan. Stay a while and listen. <laughs> and Shelly Walter. Skadoosh. And we have nothing else to talk about, so we'll, we'll see you later. It's been a good show. It's been real. Uh, we've, we've talked for Roll three days straight now. Almost. <laughs> uh, <laughs> people who didn't watch the Twitch Plus Drive have no idea what's going on. Yeah. But uh, yeah. like, <laughs> we were live no. for three days in a row. Not last. three days in a row. For one hour, three days in a row. Okay, yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah, that is an important <laughs> distinction. We were not live for 72 hours straight ourselves podcasting. Uh, though I feel like I was. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah. what's got you guys geeking out this week? Go for it, Shelly. I'll let you go first. Uh, well, as probably you guys know by now, I hope you guys know by now, as I always mention Dungeons and Dragons I play every Sunday, last night, for the first time ever, one of our characters died. Aww. Yes! It was just <laughs> the most ironic Two and different saddest kinds of thing. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm one of our people were... One of the people was uh, missing because he was doing a type of competition thing in the dorm. And so he had no idea what was happening. And he's our main fighter. So we were obviously joking like, oh, some of us, one of us is going to die during the boss because we don't have our fighter. But we didn't actually think that was going to happen. But it did because we fought a Hydra. And all five of the, you know, heads just killed him. And... It was insane, but <laughs> no one has told this person who was gone yet, and we're not going to tell him. <laughs> was <laughs> we're he just going to wait. Died? We're just going to wait until um, like next session or something. Actually, no, he's the person who died. His character, what he does, he writes up uh, basically a journal entry of, of what happened each session, and then he'll post it on the little Facebook group that we have. And it's just nice to read through it through like his character's eyes. But since he's dead. I'm going to be the one writing it. And so um, oh. it's just going to be a really interesting twist. So, yeah. Yesterday nice. was not, not, it wasn't emotional, but it was just, <laughs> it was interesting. <laughs> so, yeah. That's kind of it, though. How about you, Joe? Uh, I'm, I'm recovering from the weekend. Mm-hmm. It's okay. uh, t- today I was off work. So I still had to wake up and go to the dentist. So I spent the day numbed up. For the most part, but on top of waking up, I cleaned the house because it was a mess after three days of basically paying no attention to the world outside of <laughs> the live stream. Yeah. Um, so I cleaned the house up, did dishes, laundry. Me and my brother have been cleaning up everything, and then I took like a four-hour nap, <laughs> <laughs> and. I, I haven't played any video games today. Finally, I'm trying to get back into writing. Uh, working on my Xenoblade Chronicles X review. I hope to have that done before mm. I go to bed tonight. And hopefully it'll be on live on the website by the end of the week. If it is, we'll link it up. If not, you're going to go yeah. down there and look and be like, maybe they forgot to post it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, I'm going to try to write a review for Street Fighter V after that. I'm trying to get myself back in the mode mm-hmm. of being an active game critic for the site. Yeah. Very cool. Because I, I miss writing, and uh, I, I need to focus some energy there. Awesome. How about you? Oh, I did watch the – I'm all caught up on The Walking Dead, too. Hey. I'm not. I don't know the last episode. I'm not going to say it. a word. All right. I've seen jokes that are funny, but I'm not going to say any of those jokes. Maybe it wasn't <laughs> the last one. It was the one before that. Probably the one before that, because there yeah. was a lot of really terrible jokes. <laughs> I'll say this. They've only been two episodes since they come back after the break, you know? Mm-hmm. They've both been incredible episodes. They've both been really it. good. Well, let's hope the rest of the season. Yeah. Yeah, I hope they're able to maintain this, this velocity. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> that was terrible of me. Anyways... I'm glad that you guys kind of just brushed through it. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> uh, for me, I mean, 
I the thing that I'm geeking out about the most is that I got a normal night's sleep last night. That was really cool because that hasn't happened in like four days. Yeah. I've had to wake up super, super early. Uh, I think on Saturday night, I stayed up till 3 a.m. I got this energy drink called Spike. I don't know if you guys have heard of it. Uh, it concerns not. me that I don't have it. I have a monster here that's half finished. I'm going to go ahead and finish this. I'd feel bad about it if I've heard of it. Well, I went to get Red Bull because I've. Red Bull. Yeah. Red Bull is my go to. And uh, there's this thing called Spike. I've had three of them in my life now. The first time that I drank one, I had maybe uh, three or four sips of it. Three or four drinks. I won't say sips. They were like big drinks. But my eyes legitimately felt like they were bulging out of my uh. sockets. That's uh, not good. They are. On the bottle, it does tell you drink only half a bottle and see where your tolerance is. Is this like, okay, there's an energy drink in the Arkansas, Oklahoma area here. It comes in a white bottle. It, it's the same kind of bottle as uh, uh, Five Hour Energy. Okay. Yeah. Solid white bottle. It's called cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> it's an energy drink called no. cocaine. I kid you not. Oh, this is similar. No. I don't know. Like, it doesn't have that much caffeine in it, though. There is no sugars, no carbs, calories, or anything, which I thought was really weird. Um, but vitamin B12. Yeah, it had tons oh. of B12. That's okay. Um, but almost no caffeine. It had a little bit more. I think it had 100 milligrams more than the Red Bull did. Um, but. Sleeping, it, and it gives you all these different warnings, almost probably to scare you kind of in your head a little bit, which if that's the case, that's fine with me. <laughs> um, but they're like, don't take this with any kind of supplements. Don't take this. If you take sleep medication. If you're pregnant or nursing, avoid this like the yeah, plague. Yeah, it was <laughs> like, you may get radiation. Po- no, I'm just kidding. But it was <laughs> weird. Um, but wow. I drank that on Sunday. I, I ranted on that way too long. They're They're really strange, though. They definitely wake you up. <laughs> Okay. Oh, man. That's a totally – when my brother worked in the coal mines, he said guys would come in with two giant Red Bulls uh-huh. every morning. And he said that he he watched them have to carry a guy out on a stretcher because they thought he was in cardiac arrest mm. from oh, the energy drinks. So those things, like I have one a couple nights a week on the weekends usually. Mm-hmm. I would not have more than one a, a, a day. I'll drink the small ones, like four of the eight ounce Red Bulls. I'll drink maybe two or three of those a day, not all the time. Um, but sure. if I'm having a long day, I don't sure. buy energy drinks unless I have something going on. Okay. Um, but when I do, then I I go kind of all out with them. Yeah. I uh, just don't drink energy drinks. <laughs> but, I had a sip of uh, I think it was Monster once, and that was it. Well, Monster's gross. The it depends on the monster. No, it was Rockstar. I think it was Rockstar. Uh, the original Rockstar monster. is gross. It's, it was one of the two. I don't remember. It was one of them. But that was it. That's all I've had. The Ever. other thing I'm super geeking out about is I'm going to go see Princess Mononoke at a theater they call the Alamo. Ooh. And it's one of those that has Ooh. a like restaurant and bar inside the theater. Oh, yeah. <sighs> I love that movie. So you go to the back and you can like go get drinks or whatever. And they have the reclining seats. Um, I'm doing that tomorrow. Found that out last night, I think. Um, so I'm very <laughs> excited for it. That's cool. Definitely. I mean, um, you talk about your fight stick? I, well, I do have one more thing to geek out about. So I have been playing with the fight stick. I've been playing a lot of Street Fighter Five. Like I said, I'm going to plan to review it. I've had a couple of the buttons sticking. This fight stick is from the Xbox 360. It's a few years old. So I got to doing some research. I took the back off the thing and looked at it. I'm getting real deep into this, guys. I bought buttons to replace the buttons on my fight stick. <laughs> and do <Dude>. it. <laughs> I'm, I'm actually surprised. They were only $3 a piece, but I had to buy eight of them. So like, I'm getting into hobbyist territory with an arcade fight stick now. I'm surprised just because of how quick technology seems to become obsolete that a fight stick that old still has like the reaction times needed for games. That's hilarious. I just yeah. saw it pop up on my Steam alerts that Drew fired up <laughs> Ultimate Street Fighter 4. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, the the history of the fight stick is actually pretty fascinating. The reason that it's still around and popular with the fighter culture today is because these tournaments used to be held in arcades on arcade okay. cabinets. 
And so they were having to go, you know, from arcade to arcade to, to run these tournaments on fight sticks. Mm-hmm. Huh. You you couldn't play with a with a controller at the time. And now they're making fight pads and that sort of thing, which I think may even be tournament legal. But I've been learning to to use this thing more efficiently, watching videos on YouTube and all kinds. Of, it's yeah. a whole world to itself, and it's really fascinating. That's awesome. And I, I feel like I'm actually getting pretty comfortable with it. So, yeah. They look very intimidating to me. All I know is Super Mario Bros. on my Nintendo fight stick is very hard to play. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I don't have a fight stick. Yeah. That's it. That's that's what I've been geeking out with since uh, since the podcast Saturday night. <laughs> for me, I think that's that's me too. Uh, yeah. Let's start moving on with movies. Patrick, you can move these around if you want to real quick. We're going to start with movies, and then we'll go on from there in order. Um, <laughs> we got some, yeah. I'm super excited about the Batman vs. Superman runtime. That seems perfectly reasonable to me. Two hours and 31 minutes. Yeah. Which, the longer the better, to my mind. You got a lot of stuff to cram into that movie. I yeah, mean, I, figured, I guess you won't be falling asleep if it's all action-packed, but... <laughs> I mean, if I'm going to pay $10 to see a movie and then $45 to get popcorn, mm-hmm. I uh, I want to be able to enjoy it. And, you know, these movies come out and they're 90 minutes long and you paid that same amount for it. It's like, okay, well, that's an episode and a half of The Walking Dead that I just dropped <laughs> right. a couple hours right. of wages on. Um. So I'm I'm actually pretty excited about it. Two and a half hours seems like completely reasonable to me. Definitely. I was hoping for about a three hour movie, and so this is gonna feel like that, I think. There like I said, there's there's so much that to they put need in. to do. Yeah. Yeah. They're gonna introduce the Justice League with this movie. Oh yeah. Anyway, uh we got that for the news for movies. We also have some movies coming out this week. One is Gods of Egypt, rated PG-13. That I might see it a matinee. That's, uh, that's the one with Gerard Butler playing a bad guy, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And all of them are white. Oh, that's the one. <laughs> yeah. This is uh, Lion Gate's first attempt at establishing a post-Hunger Games franchise. So that's kind of interesting. They're trying to branch out from their success of Hunger Games. We'll see if it's a success or failure. Yeah. It looks fun. <laughs> yeah. I think it's going to get a lot of flack because everyone's white. Like, the god in the movie, which is an Egyptian god, is white and blonde-haired. <laughs> yeah. Just saying. It's just a little rough. It's, <laughs> I'll, a little I'll probably catch it on Red Redbox. I might go see a matinee. I might go see, like, a $5 movie. If I hear good things actually, about it, I might go see it, but... So I'm actually more interested about the other movie coming out this week. Oh, yeah. The other movie we got is Eddie the Eagle, also rated PG-13. What is that's Eddie the, the one Eagle? With, uh, so that's the one with Hugh Jackman. It's Hugh Not Jackman. Clooney. That's Hugh Jackman. Not Clooney. What am I saying? Yeah, it's. <laughs> I don't know if it's based on a true story or not. I think it is, but it's about a, a British long jumper, ski jump. Okay. Yeah. And, uh, it looks like um, it'd be a pretty good movie. I got here, yeah, the description I got here is the story of Eddie Edwards, the notoriously tenacious British underdog ski jumper who charmed the world at the 1988 Winter Olympics. <laughs> yeah, so it is based so, on a true story. Yeah. Sounds like I it might be Ryan Reynolds' interview of Hugh Jackman for this movie. And huh. it, it was phenomenal because <laughs> it was more of a Deadpool interview. <laughs> Deadpool Wolverine. Yeah. He's like, so are you, uh, you the main character in this? And Hugh Jack was like, "Well, uh, no, I'm not." And he's like, "You're not, you're not Eddie." And he's like, uh, "No." <laughs> he goes, "Do you think it would be better if they would have sewed your character's mouth shut?" Uh, <laughs> uh, it, it's fantastic. That's a little jab, but that's a uh, those two are the only real important movies that I saw coming out to theaters. For Blu-ray, we have The Good Dinosaur coming out, which okay. was. I've heard good things about that. I mean, good. I've heard more meh than anything from The Good Dinosaur. You know, because it's Pixar, right? It's Pixar, and people expect oh, really, okay. really good things from them. 
but it was not as good as people thought it was going to be. But it wasn't okay. bad. I haven't actually seen it, but um, since it's coming on Blu-ray, maybe I will see it. I might check it out. Yeah. Besides that, we also have Jesus of Nazareth finally coming out. That's the 1977 version of Jesus of Nazareth, if you were wondering. That's uh, finally They're finally releasing a movie older than me. Yeah! <laughs> so, if you like that movie, it's all, you know, probably they tried to make it HD as possible. I don't know how that would have worked, but... They could do really well. I saw <laughs> some old Western turn into HD, and huh. it was crazy how well they did with it. Have you seen how they store the film for this sort of stuff? Like, when they, when they take them off to store them for archival purposes... They bury them in climate-controlled salt mines. Huh. Because there's that's, no moisture. Wow. That's so, that's cool, but I didn't know that. So, I mean, the film is still going to be in good shape when they go back to HD remaster yeah. the stuff. That's good. That's true. Oh. That's way I, better than Doctor Who. I don't know if you knew this about Doctor Who Season 1, um, the old, old Doctor Who. But they uh, apparently, from what I've heard, didn't have enough money to buy new film so they would film over their previous uh, Doctor Who episodes. Uh, Are you serious? Yeah, <laughs> so if you go and you look up season one, you won't have the full season. Wow. That is too bad. <laughs> wow. That's right. wild. That's, yeah. Double oh, that's... check that if you're listening, because I don't know if that's for sure or not. This is something that I've been told, and I didn't fact check that at all before saying it. But that's why you invest in film. That's yeah. why you invest in getting the stuff. They probably so you didn't don't think have it to... was going to be anything. I mean, I don't blame them, but now they know they're wrong, and they're at least learning from their mistakes. Anyway, <laughs> uh, we also have Fargo season two coming out on Blu-ray. So if you're a fan of Fargo, next season's out on Blu-ray. Okay. Isn't Rob Stark that's on that from? I think he is from Game of Thrones. The guy that plays Rob Stark? Yeah. Probably. I don't know. I don't watch Fargo, but I've heard it's really good. That's all I really got for Blu-ray, though. No? Well, since we're talking about Blu-rays, we guess we can go to anime and work backwards. Um, (laughs) What's coming out for anime? Tokyo ESP. I I don't know any of these. No. I I was going to say, I'm not familiar with any of these... For anime. Photocano and Guy Ray Zero complete series. I'm and not completely done when it comes to anime. I sat, I'm like, I don't know any of this. I did No Rin? Unlimited Blade Works is coming out for Blu-ray soon. They have a release date for it. I'm almost done with it. Do you love it? It's pretty awesome. <laughs> I hope I hope SAO is is as good. It's not. Okay. Sword Art Online is great. I love Sword Art Online, but it is not going to be not as good as quality. Ultimate Blade Works, like I said, I keep saying that it's it's beautiful the way that it. It really is. Yeah, the animation style is phenomenal. There's my word again. <laughs> but Sword Art Online is fun. Hmm. And oh, uh, cool. it, it looks like Sword Art Online is r- going to be real as well, right? Oh yeah. Speaking of yeah. That was that was a great segue there. That was <laughs> <laughs> just That's saying. Yes. Yeah. So I was reading a little bit up about this um, before we talked about it. They are making a virtual reality video game for Sword Art Online, which cool, terrifying. The thing that freaks me out is it's not just the virtual. Re- I was thinking like Oculus Rift Sword Art Online game. Right. They're having something where you will think, and you hook it up to your brain in some way. I don't know how it works, but when you think, you can make decisions in the game with your mind. Oh, that is scary. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I'm assuming it's not as... I mean, it can't be like the Nerve Gear. I couldn't get that far into it. Um, In Sword Art Online, Joe, um, since you haven't checked it out, they have this thing that hooks up to their nerves. So when they feel pain in the game, they actually feel pain. Oh, dear. That sounds Uh, like a real bad idea. (laughs) No, thanks. So this doesn't go that far. Um... But the idea that you can think and make decisions in-game based on your thought is crazy to me. And I don't know why anyone would want it to be Sword Art Online to be the first game to move this forward. Because that whole show is about how this goes wrong. (laughs) 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 You know. (laughs) Uh, Well, 
I won't be checking it out, but I'll be having fun looking at other people checking it out. I would have loved if it was on Oculus Rift. I feel like that would have been more tangible. The fact that it, it sounds expensive, what they're trying to do with it. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. But we'll see how it goes. Virtual reality in general. How far do you think it'll go and how far do you want it to go? I'd be perfectly happy just being in, able to interact with, with things in the world. Now, where, where things start getting curious, I was listening to a podcast a while back of some guys that got to check out Oculus in person mm-hmm. with Palmer Lucky. And they were saying like they were in different rooms. Palmer was in one room and these guys were in another room. So it was it was basically online internet functionality. Okay. And how they were able to totally like with the Oculus on and then the controllers that you're going to hold in your hands once they release those. Mm-hmm. They were just totally able to interact like it was real space from mm-hmm. completely different rooms. That's crazy. Wow. And it sounds like it, really cool. That sounds far enough to me, though. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You don't want to be just, laying down in bed hooked up to when you're hungry in the game. You're actually hungry. So, yeah, no. I don't want to get to the point where it's uh, like Ready Player One. I don't know if either of you guys read that book. But the whole idea behind Ready Player One is that it's set in the future Everyone's overpopulated, so they have to stack RVs on top of each other, and that's how some people live, in the stacks. And everybody, everyone, plays this... It's it's like a game, but it's just virtual reality, and it's become more reality than the reality they actually live in. You okay. go to school there, you go to work there, you do everything through this game, you create yourself better, um, make yourself completely different if you want to. It's like uh, Expelled from Paradise is like that. Everyone's yeah. a computer program. Yeah, wow. so it's just, it's insane. When you start reading it, it's like, oh, wow, that's so cool. But at the same time, they're so detached from reality. Mm. Everything is in this world. And I mean, if you look at Wally, that's what happened to the people in Wally. Yeah. yeah. They were all in a digital only world, and that did not go well. Yeah, so I don't want to get to the point of Ready Player One. <laughs> I don't <laughs> want to take it to that. Yeah. <laughs> I want to visit. I have seen um, video footage of. And you could never do this at your home. This is where I think virtual reality should go. It shouldn't necessarily be in your home. I don't know. Like, it's fun, but I don't want to be walking around in my house playing a game or feel yeah. like I am. I, I want to sit down and not do anything when I play a video game. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. But they have these things where you go to, like, a theme park, basically, and you can put on this virtual reality, and they give oh, you I've a gun. Oh, I've seen these. Yes. Yeah, they give you, like, a gun that's a controller, basically, and you actually walk around, and they have walls set up. And the virtual reality projects uh, the game onto these walls. That's, I think that's what the Microsoft, uh, the Microsoft thing is going to do. It's ARG, okay. Altered Reality. Maybe. I, I can't remember what it was called. Um, but basically, like the one that I saw, he was in a spaceship. And the walls were just gray walls, but you put on this thing and you had this actual spaceship. It reminds me of, I don't know if you guys have ever been to like Disneyland or Disney World. They have those rides where they like, Something will spit at you, and it'll actually spit. Yeah, yes, yeah. yeah. It was like that, only with this whole world that you could like just kind of go visit. I think that yeah. would be a lot of fun. I saw a video kind of like that, and they're explaining how they um, made this effect of a rising like elevator or something. I don't remember exactly how it was done, but they just had so many different effects to make the person who's standing on the thing really feel like it's going up. But then, of course, they're looking around and it looks like it's going up. It's just really, really weird, but really cool. So yeah, huh? That's for me. That's where virtual. That's where I like virtual reality going. I don't really care for it in my house. I don't know. Yeah, I'm just mm-hmm. not a huge fan of it. But since we're talking about video games, Joe, what's uh what's going on in the video game world? All right, so the news that we got this week is uh, that Unreal Engine 4 has been uh, confirmed to run on the... It's the next Galaxy Android right. phone that's going to come out, right? The, the S7. S7. Mm-hmm. And uh, GameSpot has this article up with a video of the footage that's going to play on the Android phone. <laughs> this looks insane. Like it's, it, it's it, looks fun- it, it looks great. Yeah. Um, so that's I'm, impressive if that's where mobile gaming is going. Do you guys play a lot of mobile games? Personally, mm-hmm. I don't play mobile games at all. Would you the, if they look like this? Still probably not, no. <laughs> okay. No. 
The only game I have played and will continue to play just when I'm bored and have absolutely nothing to do is Bejeweled. Just Bejeweled. <laughs> and I'll yeah, usually just enough. turn on Zed mode and just where you don't even have to think. You just slide, 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 slide. It's a really good time waster. Yeah. But that's it. I wouldn't even really consider that mobile gaming. <laughs> so. Yeah, right. I had an Xperia Play back then uh, when they had the Xperia Play. Uh, and I was super excited about it. But I only had like an 8 gig uh, version because they didn't have one that come to Verizon that was any bigger than that. And it was 3G, yeah. not 4G. Okay. And they never upgraded it. I loved that phone. If they made that phone again with the capabilities that it had then, um, yeah. I would be all over it. I loved playing um, all sorts of different games. There was an RPG game that I uh, had played that was it was a normal RPG. The graphics weren't amazing, but you could walk around and you would fight characters like you would in a normal RPG. And I loved that. But I hate not having a controller in my hand. Touch screen on a phone does not feel natural for me to play. And maybe right. that's just my generation. Yeah. That's yeah. well that that's part of my beef too, is that if I'm gaming, I want some sort of tactile feedback. Right. Mm-hmm. This touch screen gaming is not something I'm super interested in. Yeah, I I mean I know a lot of people have Pokemon emulators on their phone. Mm-hmm. So they can play po- just play Pokemon games on their phone. Which originally I thought, hey, that's really cool. But at the same time, you don't have real buttons. It's just a screen. And so it's just like, I don't know. I don't like the sound of that. It just, I'm not interested anymore just because I realize it's all on the touch screen. It's not really buttons. Right. So, yeah. I'm like, not, I don't know. Because they have peripherals now where you could get like a controller for your phone, basically. But right. I've never seen them. <laughs> I feel like anytime you, it just kind of clips on. It's like a normal little, like a PSU controller, basically looking. And then it clips your phone onto it. Well, um, it's not Game Boy, though. <laughs> my thing is if you can play it on a phone in most cases you can also play it on your computer yeah yeah that's yeah. true with a keyboard mouse or controller right and yeah. so unless you need to go take it somewhere which I've never I don't play anything that's not like I play SimCity Build It right now because I'm a terrible <laughs> person that's not a game that normal people play <laughs> um, it's one of those time wasters and then like Solitaire I'll play on my phone I've never played, I haven't played since my experience to play a real story-driven game by any means. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, just uh. Bejeweled. Sometimes Sudoku. <laughs> Sudoku's fun. <laughs> but Sudoku? nothing. Yeah. Sudoku. So, I don't know. Sudoku? Sudoku. Sudoku. Anyways, moving on. <laughs> okay. So let's go ahead and move on to the pull list. I've got to be honest, I am not doing a full pull list this week because there is way too much coming out in terms of all the uh, the indie games and things like that. So I'm going to give you the seven, yeah, seven biggest hitters for the week, uh, and we'll start with that. Electronic Arts is releasing Plants vs. Zombies Garden Warfare 2. I don't know if you've played the first one or not. Mm-mm. I always wanted to. I never got to. Never got so to. they released it free when they did the PlayStation Experience, the first one a few years, a couple years ago. Okay. For for all PlayStation Four owners, that like you could go get it free that weekend, and that's so I got it free that weekend and played it a bit, and it's a pretty fun game. Uh, really neat art style, family friendly, so your kids could totally enjoy it. Is it, it FPS? Was, it's a third person. Okay. I don't know why. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so, you know, you had plants and zombies. You could be a sunshine flower or, you know, a bell sprout or, well, no, that's, that's a Pokemon, but. Bell sprout. You know, the, the little. <laughs> Just a sprout, no bell. Yeah. <laughs> the pea shooter. You're talking about the pea shooter. The pea shooter. Yeah. 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 And, uh, or you could be, you know, six different kinds of zombies. Piranha. <laughs> I was yeah. just going to say piranha plant. It's not a piranha plant. That's Mario. That, there is a sort of piranha plant. I don't know it's what else like you would call it. Plant. A I Venus flytrap sort of deal. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. A bunch of this sort of stuff. And so the sequel is coming out to that this week. And it's going to have a ton of more stuff. Uh, we, let's see. I've given a copy to Damien to review. And so hopefully pretty soon we'll have a review of that up on the site. Also, uh, Far Cry Primal comes out this week. Now, I'm a big fan of the Far Cry games. 
Mm-hmm. I say that as someone that didn't play four, <laughs> but I soaked three up. Really enjoyed three. Primal puts you back in the role of a caveman. So it you're going to look f- like Far Cry to me. I think it looks fun regardless. Yeah, definitely. It actually kind of reminds me of Ark a little bit, the survival mm-hmm. game. But I mean, you know, you can deal with saber tooth tigers and mastodons and all that sort of stuff. So I'm really curious to see how that goes. And it's getting really good reviews so far. That's good. It looks great. I'm so sad because I bought Far Cry 3, but for some reason it doesn't open. I've never gotten it to open and I've been trying to figure out what's the problem. And I just, I don't know the problem. So I really, I just want to play Far Cry. So this this new game looks really good. Obviously 4 was super successful. So, um, yeah. I've I've talked at length about how much I like narrative and I get my narrative from video games most of the times. I hope Primal has a really great story because the mm. characters in three were a big part of why I liked it so much. A pretty yeah. thin veneer to set everything up in three, but once you got in there, you know you had Voss who was just this lunatic that was crazy. Yeah. They did that sort of stuff really well. Uh, so I hope Primal's fun too. One that I know a lot of our stream team is going to be interested in, oh, I believe. Oh, yes. Because I know that they've been interested in the previous version of this in the past. The ship remastered? Yeah. <laughs> Probably remastered. Yeah. Well, that's that's pulled straight off of what I saw in some other pull lists. Huh. Remastered, which makes oh, sense the for... Ship. I yeah. get it. It's a ship, yeah. So it's, it's remastered, remastered. I don't know what this yeah. comes with. Um... Because I don't know what the original came with. Shelly, you've played the original, right? Oh, yeah. I've played it loads of times. It's actually a pretty old game. Um, and I'm pretty sure it's not free. Uh, the new one isn't going to be free for people who have owned the uh, the first one. But it's at a discount, as I've heard. Okay. I don't know the entire discount, but I've heard it's discounted. So that's good. Um, okay. I haven't heard much that of it like getting included in it. Obviously, the graphics are going to be a lot better. I've heard the UI is going to be a lot cleaner, and so controls are going to be a lot tighter. Um, basically, they're just going to, I mean, remaster it. So pretty much everything that goes with that. Remast it. Yeah, I checked on Steam. It is indeed called Remastered. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's punny. Or the ship HD. The the video on their Steam page is called the Ship HD. Okay. Yep. That's that's pretty much it. I don't. Yep. I haven't heard anything special besides it. I don't. I haven't heard of any sort of new features. Okay. So, but okay. I'm still really excited for it, and I'm gonna get it. <laughs> we had uh, Hitman was in here last week because both LJ and I had played the preview build of it. Yeah. Uh, Hitman Go, which I, that was an iPhone game, I believe, before mobile game. We were talking okay. about mobile, mobile games earlier. Hitman Go is one that got a lot of positive press, and so it looks like they're bringing that to the Vita and the PlayStation 4 this week. It's kind of a top-down view. The characters, I think the, the game actually looks like a board game, and so okay, you're kind yeah, of yeah. taking your turns and, and executing your your uh, targets and things like that in a turn-based, almost board game sort of style. They're even on little... Kind of little pegs and stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It looks huh. it looks pretty neat. It's I've heard great things about it in the past on other platforms. Wow. Uh, coming to the 3DS this week, we have the Mega Man Legacy Collection. That sounds and fantastic. I'm a big Mega Man fan, but at this Mega point, Man. I'm still waiting on Mighty Number no. Nine. <laughs> so. uh, <laughs> Salty. <laughs> Now, I'm not sure what all Mega Man games come in the Legacy Collection. They've released several of these collections in the past. Mm-hmm. They released one on the PlayStation 2 and GameCube era that literally had Mega Man 1 through 8. And then they released an X collection that had 1 through 5 or 6 of the Mega Man X games. I can't remember. Hmm. Okay. But Mega Man's always a good good decision. Right. I had a Sega collection a long time ago for like PS2, and I loved it. Oh. Yeah. You get so many games for your money. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and then I know we have a bunch of fans of The Walking Dead. It's such a phenomenon right now. Well, mm-hmm. this week we get uh, The Walking Dead Michonne episode. From Telltale one. Games, right? 
I believe it is a Telltale game. Yeah, want to say Ooh. it is. I believe that is correct. Michonne, fancy. Double check real quick. It has the art style that looks very strongly of yeah. It is Telltale games for sure. Mm-hmm. So is it all the same characters, or is it all different? Apart I think it's standalone. Probably before. Hmm. But if this tells you anything, like, this thing's coming out to last gen systems. And iOS, as well as current-gen systems and PC and Mac. So okay. they're trying to get this out to as many platforms as they can. Makes sense. Cool. I mean, Telltale Games, you could kind of put that on anything. Yeah, they're kind so. of story-driven events. So mm-hmm. that's coming out this week. And one that a lot of folks, old-school fans that are 3DS owners, probably should consider looking into, Pokemon Red, Blue, and Yellow come out to the 3DS eShop this week. Still don't know how I yeah. feel about it. I want it, but I don't. There's no payback. Like once I beat the game, that's it. I can't move it on to the next game, and that makes me sad. That that's true, but it's gonna. There are only 150 Pokemon, bud. That's true. Ah, catch them all. <laughs> In fact, there's some you're gonna have to trade to get. Uh huh. Yeah. If you have yellow, you have to see red and blue to get them all. And I don't acknowledge yellow because I got all 150 in blue growing up. <laughs> well, yellow, yeah. That's the one where you got Pikachu. Pikachu's a starter, Pikachu right? follow you around and it was beautiful. Okay. But they split the uh, unattainable Pokemon in half for red and blue. Because if you had red and blue, or red right. and blue, you only had Pokemon from blue that you needed to get. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yellow, you need to know someone both games. Okay. That's an interesting twist. I didn't yeah. know that. Mm-hmm. Makes it hard, but that's fine. I beat Pokemon Red. Okay. Pokemon. You you did good all 150? Yes. Oh, man after my own heart. <laughs> so proud of you. I had... My little brother got blue. Okay. I wasn't... That wasn't because I made friends. It was literally I had red and blue because he wasn't playing it and like got the Pokemon I needed from his game. Oh, nice. And traded them over to me. Nice. That's how you do it. So, see, they started this trend of releasing multiple games in the same entry. Right. With red and blue. Like, Oh, yeah. Just earlier, just last week, we got another follow-up of this sort of style where we got uh, Fire Emblem Fates, Conquest yeah. Birthright. Mm-hmm. But but the curious thing is that this time around they're letting you get both in one package. Like I bought Conquest when the game launched, I loaded it up, and there was literally an option for me to pick Conquest or Birthright. Yeah, yeah, I've heard. So you, you had to just yeah. get it, get one. They get you a discount on the other. Yeah, and so obviously you, off of that you can get the third game DLC. Right, so it's $40 for the first game that you get. I'll go ahead and address this while we're talking about it because this is something that confused me. And I was in a GameStop last week and heard someone else come in and ask the GameStop advisor about it. And I ended up going to Reddit to get it answered. And People are going to think I'm stupid, but I bought both games. Uh-huh. And when I started the game, it didn't give me the option to pick. So I was like, well, this is really weird. Like, am I just playing the Conquest game? Because I wanted to start with Birthright. It's supposed yeah. to be the easier yeah. kind of... Start you with Birthright, go to Conquest generally. Right, right. And so I said, well, I, I want to start with Birthright, but I originally bought Conquest not knowing. And it turns out, and I, I had to, like I said, I've, I've heard other people ask about this. That's why I think it's worth bringing up. You have to play through the first five missions of the game before you decide... If you're going Birthright or Conquest. Okay. So you have to finish five missions before you're given the option. So don't freak out if you buy them both and it doesn't give you the option for a while. Weird. Okay. That is interesting. Yeah. I just thought that was worth just one or the other or? Yeah, you can buy one or the other and it'll just automatically, I guess, go with that one story. Okay. Hmm. But if you have them both, it gives you a choice after chapter five. Weird. That's cool. Okay. Um, I gotta get those ASAP. And they're when good. I get, when I've I get been, money, <laughs> I've really been enjoying it. You'll you'll enjoy them. Yeah. Uh, one final thing to mention: we have a really big article. I think you guys would be interested in checking out mm. over on Geeks Under Grace. It is currently the headline article on the site. Um, Kelly Kelly Bornstedt wrote uh, "Finding God in Hyrule." So you know you're a fan of the Zelda series. I gotta read it. I you're a fan read of God. It yet, but- 
you should probably check this one out. Definitely. And Very cool. That's, that's it for the for gaming this week. Cool. Um, and then finally, because we couldn't find a good segue for it, <laughs> uh, well, we could talk about TV as well. Uh, not a lot going on. Uh, there is X-Men TV shows in the works, which I thought was really strange. I heard about them a while back. X-Men TV shows? I hadn't heard anything about this. I had heard yeah. one for Fox, and I didn't think it got greenlit, but now there are two in the works. Two. And one of them, Legion, X-Men Legion, starts filming in March. Okay. Huh. So they are going to be in the same universe as each other, but they will not be in the movie universe. So we're not going to see, like, uh, we're not going to see know. Wolverine or Cyclops or Jean Grey or any of them? Probably not. Most so these are going to be nice. all new mutants. Yes. I think that could be really cool. I think it'd be awesome. I really, it makes me really miss or wish that uh, Marvel owned all the rights. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because I would love for this to be a show and get into Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. a little bit, but. Okay. That would be so cool, but. I'm <laughs> actually glad it's not part of the movie universe. At first I wanted it to be, but that movie universe is so muddled the way it is with past and then present and then Deadpool is his own thing now, uh, Ryan Reynolds said. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, that that's just strange. That is that is odd. But I it, it seems exciting. And then what I'm super excited for, I wanna say it's next week. Uh or maybe this Thursday, so tomorrow. Um Legends of Tomorrow is going to have uh Arrow. And okay. the really cool thing about this is that I have seen all of uh what's his name? Stephen Amel, the actor, say he will never wear the goatee. Uh, he's going to be wearing his goatee. He will be in the future, so he will be Arrow fully realized. Hmm. Oh, cool. Yeah. So I, I'm very, very excited about it. Um, really worried about it, because they said it is he fails the city, because that was his thing in the Ooh. season. Um, but yeah, that'll be happening. Um, I, I don't remember, can't remember if it's Thursday or not. It's coming up very, very soon, though. Okay. It's going to be awesome. Uh, and then coming out on Netflix, apparently Sonic the Hedgehog, the complete series. So cool. Uh, get, go fast and eat chili dogs, baby. Gotta go fast. Gotta go fast. And then what everyone is like in love with is Fuller House. Which Fuller House. I'm excited for. <sighs> I have no care. So no. Okay. So I grew up watching the original show. I did too. I, I don't respect Bob Saget show. as a human being. Is that bad? That's probably <laughs> bad. He's not a good person. But... He's not a good person. No. I mean, <laughs> I, I wish him the best in everything he does, but I don't want to do. I don't want to contribute to anything he's a part of anymore. <laughs> I still. I just love Full House way too much, and Fuller House. I've been I looking forward it. to since it first came. Like for since they first announced it, I've been looking forward to it. But I mean, like. They, they're they're doing this thing right now where they're revamping a bunch of series that were popular when I was a kid. Right. You know, like yeah. Girl Meets World. Which I was super excited about. Way more excited about that than this. And I was kind of let down. I liked Boy Meets World growing up. It was one of my, T- you know, that was a TGIF show. Every yeah. Friday night I watched it. Because that's when they released new episodes. Right. But I haven't watched a single episode of Girl Meets World. And I'm perfectly okay with that. It's It's a kid's show. It's a See, yeah, and so it's it's kind of out of my wheelhouse now. But, but Fuller that House. is what's coming out for TV. Ah! And I think that is all that we... Oh, no, we did have one topic from Twitter. See? We told you if you tweeted us, we would talk about things. That's true, yeah. Use the tweeter. At the Chumbles is getting a shout-out because they asked... Uh, hashtag GUGCast. For someone who's never watched anime, where's a good place to start? I'm interested in trying something new. You guys are the experts with anime. See, I, I think we'll say, all have different opinions. I have... So, I am probably the most beginner of our crew here. Well, except maybe Shelly. Yeah, I mean... I've because only... she just doesn't consume it at all. No, One Punch Man is her anime. Yeah. One okay. Punch Man is my anime. Okay. And Digimon. Digimon's <laughs> yes. not a bad starter show. 
Right. That's not a bad starter show. Yeah. I guess. Oh, I, I have so. mine. I'm going American. <laughs> so. I guess I'll say. I guess I'll say Digimon. Then I definitely would not say One Punch Man. Though, so Digimon or Pokemon start. would both probably be good starters. Of course, yeah. Pokemon's so long at this point. I don't know. Pokemon, I would say no. I, just because I feel I like it's so still, dislike Pokemon now. I still think it's more cartoony than it is anime, but I think Digimon is slightly more anime than it is cartoony. I don't know. Yeah. But breaking beyond that, like as far as me, the the first ones that I was exposed to, I would say uh, Trigun mm-hmm. was a good starter one. One of my favorites. And uh, I like Full Metal Alchemist as a starter one as well, but I've been told that's not a good one to start with. <laughs> we were discussing this before the podcast. Full Metal Alchemist is such a good anime that I believe it will ruin the storytelling of any other anime for you. <laughs> it's that good. Uh, yeah. I, a couple others that I will recommend that I've thoroughly enjoyed so far. Uh, I haven't finished season two yet, but Log Horizon is really good. It's also kind of a... I've heard it, great things. So I think it's really good. Um, it's When I heard about SAO, it sounded very similar because it's kind of something okay. happened to this... Uh, it's it's basically a bunch of people that play World of Warcraft. Something happened to the world, and oh. they became the characters in World of Warcraft. Or it's not World of Warcraft, you know. It's, but it's, it's like its well, yeah, fantasy yeah, like MMO. That. Yeah, mm-hmm. just they like got Dot sucked hacks. in. Dot hacks the same way. Okay, sorry, concept. Yeah, and so they got sucked in, and they have to figure out how they're going to live and get by. But you know, they have the level ups and all that sort of stuff. Like whatever character level they had, if they were a max level eighty, dark elf night or whatever that's what they are in the world now and they have to learn to use all that and and i think it's a really neat fun concept yeah um you're gonna love sao okay cool i think attack on titan is another really good one no maybe not to start okay explain to me why oh okay for starters okay yeah we're talking about starting anime that is for experts (laughs) expert level anime you will watch that anime if you've never seen an anime before and you will not watch anime again (laughs) okay i guess that's fair it's so it is a very brutal anime so the reason i have reasoning behind this and it's probably not good reasoning it is a very brutal anime if you're okay with gore then that's probably Joe is listing off amazing animes, just not ones that I would start off with. Well, the the only other one that I've really spent any time consuming and I gave up after the third season was Bleach. And I think Bleach is great, but I realized after finishing the third season that there are like 400 episodes of that show. Yeah. I was actually just going to mention, what about Naruto? But it's kind of the same. It's also several. Yeah. Um, If you like sports, I can recommend Ace of the Diamond. That's a baseball anime, and it's – I grew up playing baseball. Hadn't played mm-hmm. it in years at this point. But when I watched uh, I watched Ace of the Diamond, I was like, wow. I feel like I need to grab my glove and get back on the field. Yeah. <laughs> it was cool. That's awesome. My pick is going to – I'm going to go American because I feel like if you're a beginner, you're going to want something familiar. And Legend of Korra was oh. so good. Well, and even going back yes. beyond Legend of Korra, The Last Airbender as well. The Last, yeah. Last Airbender, yeah. Got, I don't. I mean, to be honest, I don't really care if someone wants to watch Amir or not. They need to watch The Last Airbender. If there they, are three to seasons the to the fullest. Yeah, there are three seasons of The Last Airbender, mm-hmm. and they're all great. They're all. I so feel great. like you may feel a little old for the first season, but once you get past that first season, yeah, it picks up, and it, you need that first season. You have to get through it. And you, yeah, you have to. There's all the episodes. Almost all of them are important, so you really do have to watch all of them. And I, I think it's worth addressing this real quick. Don't watch the M Night Shyamalan movie. <laughs> no, don't because do it. He takes the entire first season of the show mm-hmm. and compresses it into about eighty minutes of film, and it's bad. It's a very well done show. It is a very poorly done movie. It always angered me, kind of side rant here, with that movie, how slow it took, how much time it took for them to conjure up their bending. Yeah. Because yeah. I was like, in the time that this guy is making his fireball, you could go up and slap him. 
<laughs> I know. I, I remember always there's wanted the, it to. There's like a gif of the Earthbenders doing this like wah 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 kick, and then they just move one rock. It's like a whole. Yeah. It's like there's like five of them, and they're doing this, and they moves one rock. It's super slow. I'm just no, that's not how it works. You're supposed to just raise it up like a boulder and kick it in their <laughs> face. That's what an actual Earthbender does. Hey guys, Patrick here. I'm sure you guys were really enjoying the podcast and their talk about Avatar. I know I did, and unfortunately, you're not going to get to hear it because I had a little computer problem that I didn't notice until we were done recording, and I didn't catch the last little bit of this. Luckily for me, the show was almost over, and I really just missed the tail end of this conversation and the outro, so I have taken the liberty of making an outro for you. So here we go. I hope you enjoy it. All right, guys. Well, I think that's going to wrap it up for this episode today. It's episode 20 of the Geeks Under Grace podcast. I forgot to mention that at the beginning of the show. uh, And the sound guy, he's really been on me about making sure that I do that. So let's go ahead and wrap it up. Joe, where can they find you? Well, you can find me on Twitter at Joe Knows Games and Righteous Fury G. I'm also on Twitch at Righteous Fury Gaming. Me and a buddy, we're trying to stream at least a little bit on that channel once every single day this year. And so far, we're doing really well. It's going great. So come check us out and watch us there. All right. And what about you, Shelly? Well, you can find me on Twitter at the Shellshock24. I'm trying a little bit better to tweet more so please tweet me and give me something to talk about i'm also on twitch at uh shellshock24 and i'm cody armor that's spelled a-r-m-o-u-r there are not very many cody armors out there so if you google me you can find me there but i'm on twitter and that's about it i don't do much anything else on the social media except twitter and then of course geeks under grace so look for me there uh that's gonna do it so Keep on, pray on, game on, whatever it is that I say here every week. Scoozdag! Bye!